Hey everybody, Dr. Mary Crowley here. We're live at the Reawaken America tour in San Diego. And I'm with Todd Coconato, who just got off the stage speaking and I didn't get to hear it, but I want to talk about it and what's going on here, Todd. Good to have you on, my friend. Thank you. It's so good to be back on. And I'm excited, Mary, because there's something that's happening here. Um, the people are hungry. I felt the presence of the Lord. And uh, something shifted. I feel like, you know, I've been on this tour pretty much since the beginning. I wasn't, I didn't speak at Tulsa, but from two on. And um, we've seen the Lord moving throughout the nation. And I feel like there's an activation that's happening. People are starting to really, you know, go into the visions and dreams that God's put in their heart. And I'm hearing amazing stories around the country of, you know, coffee shop owners, mechanic owners that are having Bible studies in their, in their shop. Um, you know, just thinking outside of the box and really getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So that's kind of what we would, we were hoping would happen with this tour is to activate and to let people know they're not alone. You know, Christians can be patriots too and love the country. And uh, so it's, it's a very exciting time. A lot of people try to tell me, you know, just prepare the saints for the end. That's it. We're done. The country's done. But that's not what I'm hearing from the Lord, Mary. I really believe we have one more round and that God is giving us in his mercy and grace one more chance in this nation to be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, that's amazing. And, you know, just your story, because some of these people don't know, just briefly, you know, Todd was an actor in Hollywood oh, yeah. and had an incident where literally a guy on meth came out of nowhere <laughs> and crazy. stabbed you in the heart and you died. Yeah. So like, why don't you just yeah. briefly just recap that story? Yeah, I mean, I was walking through this apartment. So I was an actor in Hollywood, um, you know, knew a lot of actors that you would probably know, you know, hung, out, hung around them. You know, it was just, um, it became a lifestyle. And this was early. I had a really good agent when I came into Hollywood with, which is very important to get roles. And so, you know, she got me on a lot of stuff and I got really caught up. And then about- and You were just a child. I was a child. I was like eight years old to like 16. So like for eight years. Um, so I saw a lot, um, a lot of stuff in Hollywood that they try to tell you is not going on. And it's interesting because the news never messes with me on this one. They mess with me on a lot of other stuff, the fake news media where they write hit pieces, but I've never had them write anything about my time in Hollywood, which is interesting because they know I saw it firsthand. So what are they going to say? That I'm lying, you know. So, yes. um, so there is shenanigans going on in Hollywood. But God, you know, He protected me when I was there. But I saw a lot of stuff. Uh, but you know, the good news is there are believers in Hollywood, like yourself, and people that are standing. Um, you know, and so that's the encouraging part. But at 16 years old, I said, "Mom, I just want to like hang out with my friends. I don't want to do this anymore." And she was cool. She said, "Okay, if that's what you want to do." So I stopped. But here's the thing: I kept hanging around the you know the Disney crowd and the young Hollywood crowd. And just got totally caught up in the in the you know addiction and promiscuity and just all kinds of things that happen in that community. Well, and, let me just ask you a quick question. You know, a lot yeah. of people think, oh, if, if only I was famous or if only I became oh, like a well-known actor or get money. I mean, a lot of people put that that up on the pedestal. It is, you were around all those people. It's definitely not what it looks like. I mean, um, you know, I've I've dated a couple of really well-known people, but I've, I've had a lot of friends. I've watched their life. A lot of them have handlers. And it's almost like every part of their life is controlled and they can't even just be themselves. In fact, uh, they're encouraged not to be themselves. So it's almost like they're trapped. But the other part about it, I know you talk about this on your show, but it's like, I really believe if you want to get to the top level, you almost got to sell your soul, which is kind of, I mean, it's, you know, and so a lot of these top level actors and actresses, they've basically made packs with the enemy. And, uh, you know, people don't like to talk about this stuff, you know, but it's real. And, well, it's uh, like they take the deal. Yeah. There's people that actually come to them and offer them a deal. Yeah. But there's certain things that they have to do, and a lot of them take the deal. That's right. That's right. Because they, they want the fame so bad that they're literally willing to sell their soul. And the issue with that is if you sell your soul, you're on your way to hell. 
And uh, the devil controls your life. The devil, you know, so when I stepped out of darkness, you know, so I'm finishing my story at 23 years old. I had just accepted the Lord as a brand new believer, but I was still kind of wishy-washy. You know, I still had my Hollywood friends. I would still go out because it's hard to make new friends and to kind of establish your identity in Christ. And then I get stabbed nine times in Granada Hills, California, which is just every time I tell anybody that they're just like, what? You know, but you were just literally just walking. Yeah. Like, where were you? You were I was just... in an apartment complex and there was a guy that thought I was messing with his girl and he was just whacked out of but his But you were mind. just walking down the street. For like, I mean, I was going to visit a friend. Yeah, I was, okay. you know, going to visit a friend. But um, yeah, it was just a crazy situation. You know, I mean, it, it's it's but the, then he stabs you. But then he also brings you to the hospital. Scoops me up. Okay, puts me in my car with the girl, and literally the guy that just stabbed me is driving me to the hospital. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the girl in the front seat, and um, I said, I'm dying, you know? And, and literally, I was going into a tunnel vision, and the next thing I know, I'm in this, like, white presence. And uh, I was talking to Lee Strobel about this the other day, because he's making a book about near-death experiences and a movie about it. And he was saying this is very consistent in what many of the people that he's interviewed say. But basically, I went into this white presence i felt the glory of the lord i was dead okay and i've heard the lord say do you want to live or do you want to die i said lord i want to live he said well if you live number one you got to tell people i'm real and number two you got to be sold out for me on fire and that's it you know so like now were you were you in the car when this happened i was in the car on the way and so the interesting thing about it is so when i said yes lord kind of like there's a, a chapter in isaiah uh, chapter six where he's in the glory and the presence of the lord and he says send me i'll go and this was kind of my send me, I'll go moment. You know, that scripture says, I saw the Lord seated on the throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. That's, I can relate to Isaiah in that because I was in the presence of God. And so, um, you know, I said, yes, Lord. And when I said yes, I woke up and I see this woman looking at me and she said, you should not be alive. She's like, there's no way, you know, you're a miracle. And I knew it. And I don't know how I got from the car to the emergency room, but somehow I did. And it was almost like a movie. I mean, I can imagine the guy must have dropped me off and People came out with gurneys and rushing me up. I don't know. Uh, but all I know is I woke up in that emergency room and the, you know, everybody was just like, you should be dead. You know, so this was the beginning of, OK, well, obviously, the lady told you that because they were ready to close that hospital. That The hospital was in mothballs. It was like a week or two. They had skeleton staff. This is the Granada Hills Hospital. It's now a school. And uh, they were, you know, and, and if I would have gone to the Northridge Hospital, which was a little bit farther, I don't believe I would have lived. So it was a split second decision where I told these guys, go to Granada Hills. Little did I know that Granada Hills was literally closing. So it was a miracle that they had doctors and surgeons and all those people on standby. Because, you know, there were so many factors, Mary, if you think about it, things that could have gone wrong. The guy could have not drove fast enough or could have gotten a car accident. He was all messed up on drugs. And there's so many things that could have happened that didn't happen, you know. So God spared my life. Well, so and now, you know, you're in Nashville and, you know, just you've been traveling all over the country just like I have. Yep. And we're at these different, you know, events yep. all over the country just speaking truth because yes. people need to wake up. That's yes. why it's called Reawaken America Tour. That's right. That's right. And so you just got off the stage. So what was the message that you shared? So I, it was interesting. You ever those nights where you're like the Lord wakes you up at four in the morning? <laughs> so I was, that was last night. So I haven't slept that much. I got my coffee over here. Uh, but I was praying. I really was praying and interceding and asking the Lord, what do you want me to say to the people? Because I don't want to just come out and do a cheer, cheer, rah, rah. You know, like I really feel like we need to you know, seek the Lord. And so as we've gone on with these, that's kind of, you know, where I feel like, Lord, if I'm going to go, you know, we, we self fund out here. I mean, it, you know, yeah. so the whole thing is like, the reason why we're doing this is because we care. We love the nation. We believe that God's not done with America. And so, you know, th there's something that's happening as we go to each one of these. And so uh, the Lord was telling me, he said, first of all, there's infighting in, in this movement. 
there's some mudslinging and infighting and, and certain things that we've seen. And, and God's just saying we need to unify for the, with the real body of Christ. The ecclesia has to be unified. We have to be a unified front. We can't be in fighting. Look, everybody's going to stand before the throne of glory one day. So we're all going to have to answer to God. So, you know, whatever that person's doing, you know, they're going to have to answer for it. But God is saying, what do I, what have I called you to do? You know, and, and that's where I, I just really think we need to be focused like a laser beam. You know, all of us have the commission to go out and make disciples. That's the great commission, right? The whole body has that. But then some of us have different callings. And God is giving dreams and visions to the saints of God in this hour. And some of it's real big stuff. And, you know, sometimes we're scared because, like, that's such a big vision. Well, that's how Noah felt. You know, that's how a lot of the people in the Bible felt. But if God said it, that's it. You know, he's going to give you a way to, to do it. And uh, that's what he's doing with, you know, your ministry, expanding the territory. You know, you've said yes. You've showed up. You're doing your show. You're doing multiple things, you know, in the movie industry and different things. But, you know, these are big calls. But yet we serve a big God. And so the time, the hour is late, but if he's saying do this, I really believe it's a season of activation. We've got to be people of action. We can't just be sitting. Here's the thing that, you know, a lot of times we're just talking, we're trying to argue, is that really happening? Is there a deep state? Is there, you know, is this stuff? And so we're sitting here having this conversation. Meanwhile, the enemy just continues to move forward with his plans. And he's not stopping. He's not waiting. So the body has well, to be what activated. He, what he wants to do too, uh, Todd, is he tries to divide. Yes. You know, the old saying, united we stand, divided we That's fall. Right. And I just want to interject, you know, because I hear this stuff. Well, that guy is yep. not good. That oh, guy's not they try good. to pull me in it all the and, time. And I just, the Lord said to me, Todd, let the wheat, the Bible says to let the wheat and the tares grow up together yes. at the harvest. That's right. The wheat will bow and the tares will stand straight That's up. So word. God said he would divide. Yep. So I think we just have to walk in love and unity. And hey, if there's some tares among us, the Lord will be the one that will do that. 110%. And, and, you know, it's like we're getting caught up in the weeds in this. And meanwhile, the plan of the enemy keeps going. So we have to be a unified church. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So he's coming back with a church, you know, without spot, no wrinkle. That doesn't mean we're perfect. But, you know, these are the areas where the Lord is speaking to us in this time. And he's saying, don't get caught up in this. You know, we have to be a unified front. You and I both operate in Hollywood. That's not an easy place for a believer. You know, there's all different types of warfare. You know, there's principalities and all different things. And I've seen a lot of people, I'm sure you probably have too, that have come into Hollywood and just gotten eaten alive, you know, and spiritually. Yeah. And so you have to be prayed up. You have to be seeking the Lord. You have to be called. Uh, but if God's called you into one of these tough areas, he's going to give you the anointing, which is the anointing that breaks the yoke, the strategy, the wisdom. And we have to be prayed up. We have to be in the word. We have to just continue to understand, you know, who we are in our identity in Christ. We're meant to, to go out, to cast out, to drive out, to occupy until he comes. And, you know, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. So we're going out there and we're taking back the territory for the kingdom of God. This is what needs to happen in this nation. Is This is all about the church, the body. You know, we were looking at Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. I voted for him. You know, we were very upset about what happened in 2020. Uh, obviously, we know there were shenanigans. We can talk about it. We all know it. But the thing is, is I think he's allowed this time in his infinite grace and mercy so that the church rises up and we we take our position as the head and not the tail and we lead. And for 30 plus years, there's been a vacuum, a vacuum in the political mountain, a vacuum in the schools. And this small group of people have come in and influenced and, and, and kind of directed the way this whole thing's going. Where have we been? You know, and so it's late, but it's not too late. You know, Well, that's why it's reawakened America. Yes. 
Well, now you were just at the National Religious Broadcasters in oh, Nashville. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, a lot of times the church, or you know, has been kind of, they try to make movies for the church. Yes. But now I believe that God is bringing for a bridge to believe for people that are lost. That's right. And we're making more relevant movies. And also that God's getting ready to breathe upon the youth. Yes. You do a lot with the youth. Yes. Love the youth. When I was younger and I came out of the world, I was messed up. Okay. I had to fight for my healing. I had all kinds of, you know, strongholds in my life. I needed deliverance. And we should talk about delivery. I needed deliverance. And so a lot of times people raise their hand. They accept Christ. And then that's it. No one pours into their life. No one disciples them. I'm so thankful God allowed me to have mentors and accountability. And I still have them to this day. I think it's one of the most important things. Transparency, accountability, mentorship, elders. Because that's what's kept me in the long term. And I want to be a long term person. I don't want to be a short term that shoots up and goes down. I want to, you know, it's a steady, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? So I want to be in this. And I think that's what we're meant to do is to raise up young people, pour in their life. You know, if you're at a coffee, the Lord was showing me this the other day. A lot of people in the church want to take their phone, you know, and like, here, I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You notice that? And, you know, again, I, I'm probably guilty of it, too. Yeah. But but the thing is, is like when you're sitting with a young person at a coffee, you're probably not going to be, you know, on social media showing. But that's one of the most important things because you could be with the next, you know, big influencer in the country or something that the Lord's got his hand anointing, but they need to be poured into. I know you pour into a lot of people, Mary. And I thank you for that because that's so well, big. And, you know, Todd, like about 20 years ago when I was in San Diego, where I'm at right now, God spoke to me about getting involved with the youth. He told me, Todd, that there was a greater move of God coming yes. than the Jesus movement, yes. which at the time I did not know what the Jesus movement was. And he said, I want you to call it youth wave. And so little did I know, like several years later, I'd be actually making a movie about the Jesus movement and Lonnie Frisbee, yeah, this hippie from the Jesus, from this hippie that God called and, and brought forth a movement with Calvary Chapel and Chuck Smith. Yep. But the thing is that movie is called the prodigal, but just a few months ago, Todd, God spoke to me in a still small voice. And he said, I want you to start reaching out to the youth again, but this time you're not going to call it youth wave. You're going to call it regeneration. Love and that. I went, wow. So I looked up the, the name and it means come alive. And so we're doing the first regeneration, Todd, up in Oregon. Clay Clark yeah. event's going to be the, the first and second. We're okay. doing it on the third. Wow. I would love you to be there. Okay. April 3rd, we're going to get a lot of the youth. I'm working with a team of local people, local pastors and youth that they're the ones that are going to, you know, take the ball. Yeah. But the Lord said he's going to bring in the mamas and the papas. Yes. Papa's got a brand new bag. Yeah, come on. And he's going to bring in the generations. And yes. that's what I believe he's going to do. Breathe upon. We got to get the youth, but then he's going to bring in the generations where we will help cover them and minister to them. Instead of competing, we're going to be completing. Absolutely. You know, what you're saying is exactly what the Lord's been speaking to me. He says, you got to speak to the dry bones. And that's the regeneration, you know, and that's what happens in America right now is that we have dry bones. I mean, you know, people are saying we're done, we're dead. But if the church understands and operates not as the church of Laodicea, but as the church of Philadelphia, the empowered church, and we start understanding what we're able to do. This is the devil's worst nightmare, an empowered church that knows what we're able to do, you know. And, and if we start walking in that, it's a game changer because yeah. there's churches on every corner. I, mean, I come from Nashville, you know, there's like literally like like a coffee shop on every corner. But are we making the impact in the community? Imagine if every one of those churches understood their identity in Christ, what they were able to accomplish in Christ, took back the territory, regenerated. The nation would be, that's the way to, to reawake America. Well, and the interesting thing is I've been working on this movie. It's been over 12 years, four writers, 
you know, this is the thing. We're staying the course. Yep. So many times when I wanted to give up, I would hear God say, stay the course, hold the line. Yes. And many of you watching, I just feel God's heart. Yes. Many of you have just felt like it's too late. Yep. But God is saying he's going to open up a gate. Right. And you're going to come into a season not to hesitate, but to yes. celebrate because this is a transformation for a nation. Hallelujah. And he's going to bring in salvation yes. station. Yes. Jesus is going to come up in loco motion, crazy yeah. motion, yeah. a season of acceleration. Woo. That he's going to pull up into Home Depot and say, all aboard. Yes. And a great move of God is here. Yes. The Lord said, it's time not to fear, but to cheer. Come on. Because the greatest move of God that the world has ever seen is now coming. And he's going to give you back your dreams. Yes. So, Todd, I feel you have a prophetic word. Well, it's so funny you say because I was just about to think, you know, I'm thinking of Pastor Kent Christmas, who's a friend of mine. And he taught me something about the prophetic. You know, he says, you got to speak it out sometime. And it literally activates it, you know. So sometimes, you know, we're thinking like, you know, that you gotta, you're, we're trying to figure out what's going on in the spirit, but really, you're speaking life because the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So if we start declaring and decreeing, you know, America is not done. God is gonna move. You know, God is gonna use this situation for His glory. You know, we're, and, and we start speaking. Imagine if the collective body of Christ were to start speaking words of life. And being, you know, the exhortation, encouragement instead of mudslinging and, and you know, all the discord that the enemy is trying to sow. And we, we recognize this as the assignment of hell. And we stand up and we rise to the occasion. It, it's a game changer. And that's what the Lord is. It's an activation right now. It's been a season of preparation and separation before we go into the destination. And now it's an activation. And so that's where we're at. It's an activation moment. You're being activated. There's some people that are listening right now and you're saying, you know, what influence do I have? What reach do I have? You know, I don't have as many followers as this one or that one. The word is stop comparing. You know what? God, I, I he told me, speak to an audience of one. You know, speak to me. If I called you to do something, just start speaking it out. Don't worry about followers. Even if it's one person, just do it. Whatever God's called you to do, and he's going to anoint it. And I'm telling you, if he's given you the vision, he's going to give you the provision, and it's an activation. Well, that's amazing. Well, you know, I, I would get what the enemy tries to do is he tries to discourage. He tries to take away your courage. Yep. But we have to just start moving even when we don't feel like it. Faith is not a feeling. It's an action. Come on. And yes. so we got to move. And that's why it's a movement. Yes. God said there's a greater movement than the Jesus movement. Yes. And when I studied it, I go like, wow, there was thousands, millions of people that got touched in the 60s because they believed God was dead. And yep. God said, no, I'm not dead. Yes. Watch me. And he started, I feel God's heart again. Yes. He started breathing upon those lost yes. ones that were yes. doing drugs and yes. into, you know, new age and yep. TM and acid dropping LSD. Yep. And when yep. Lonnie Frisbee in 1967 dropped LSD on a yep. mountain outside of Palm Springs and he said, God, yes. if you're real, yes. reveal yourself to me. Yes. And he had a vision then taught at the Pacific Ocean being filled with yes. people in darkness. Yes. See, we're out there not to curse the darkness, but no. to light a candle. That's right. Yes, and we're there to light a candle. We're not there to curse them. No. We're there to say, hey, I'm going to show you a more excellent way. Yeah. This is the light of the world. That's who Jesus is. So as 100%. we close out you yeah. know, this program, there's some of you watching. I feel there's some people watching that don't know Jesus or their, yeah. their kids are prodigals. Yeah. yeah. Todd, I feel the Lord has a word for you for yeah. that. Yeah, no, you know, it's very simple. When I walked into the church, I thought a lightning bolt was going to hit me. I was coming out of the world. I was messed up. I was addicted. You know, I felt judged, condemned. But you know what? I felt the love and the presence of the Lord, and I knew God was moving and doing something in my life. And so somebody right now, you say, I'm, you know, my life is dirty. I'm messed up. 
you know, but but God is saying, no, he, look who Jesus hung around. He hung around the prodigals, the misfits, the least of these. And so don't ever feel like that. God is calling you by name. He's made you fearfully and wonderfully. It's no mistake that you're alive right now. And he's going to do something powerful in you and through you. And so I think, uh, as Mary was saying, today is a day where God is saying, make the decision. Today's the day. And so we just want to pray for you and with you right now. And, it, and if you feel, listen, if you were to die, if you were to get killed, if Jesus were to come back, I just want to make sure you're on your way to heaven. It's the most important decision you'll ever make on this earth. We want our name written in something called the Lamb's Book of Life. It, we're literally just passing through in this world, but we're going to spend eternity either in hell or with the Lord. And so somebody needed to hear this. It's not a mistake that you're here and you're asking, Lord, is this for me? Yes, it's for you. So we're going to pray right now. And I believe today is the day where, where you're meant to step out of uh, darkness and go into the light. And by the way, I did it. Mary did it. And so we're no better. We're not trying to, you know, it's just, it's the biggest decision I ever made. It's been a game changer. I can't even tell you what God's done in my life. He takes me from glory to glory. So let's pray. Lord, we just thank you. I thank you for each and every person that's, that's watching right now. And I believe you're activating somebody. And today may be the day, Lord God. And so we just want to uh, just pray this prayer. And I would ask that you'd repeat this. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my life. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I want to serve you all the days of my life. And so I commit my life to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you've done that, you've literally just stepped out of darkness into light. We'd love to hear from you. I know Mary would love to hear from you. And please let us know if you made that decision today. Uh, but it's, it's a huge decision. So we're just so grateful. Now, Todd, where can they reach you? How can they find yeah, super, you? Super, super easy. You can go to pastortodd.org. Super, super easy. Pastortodd.org. I'd love to hear from you. And Mary Crowley is one of the most awesome people out there. So uh, I'm so thankful that you found her and you're, you're tuned into her channel. But uh, we're all just out here doing the work of the Lord, you know. Well, thanks for coming on, Todd. And thanks for watching. Now is the time. Please, like I said, I'm broadcasting live. I was taken off a lot of my channels. So these new YouTubes are, are, are really, I have to build them up again. So please uh, subscribe, like, hit the notification bell so you'll be notified and then share. You know, I used to work for an ad agency, you know, long time yeah. ago. And the best form of advertising is word of mouth. That's right. That's so right. please just start sharing. If each one reach one, you know, this thing could go viral. Yeah. But it's not about like how many people each one, we're, each one of you is important. Yes. Absolutely. And also you can go to my website, um, you know, we, we do this. Uh, it's by faith. You know, yep. I'm living by faith. You're living by faith. Yes. We, we have to pay our own way here. <laughs> yes. uh, and so we're not being paid to do no, this. No. So if you want to give a donation, you know, you can go to marycarly.com. You can give a one month, I mean, a, a one time donation, or you can actually become a partner, yeah. even for as low as $5 a month via Patreon. Uh, you know, we have like eight different levels. Yeah. So, and then I have a lot of my different broadcasts on my website, as well as blogs I've written. And it's going to share about a lot of the upcoming things I'm doing, the Regeneration Tour in April 3rd up in Oregon, as well as we've got a big one in Tulsa coming up wow. uh, in July. Okay. Uh, the Reawaken America Tour is going to be in July. I think it's 8th yep. and 9th, and yep. we'll be on the Sunday. Full uh, circle, right? Full circle. <laughs> so you know what? God is the one that's leading this yeah. movement. We're just following him. That's right. So in closing, I just feel the Lord says he wants you to know that, that it's his show, and all you have to do is go it because is. it's going to be a flow, no more yo-yo. And you're coming into a new season as you sow yes. that you're going to see that the Lord is going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. No yes. more guessing, but you're coming into a new time, a new paradigm. 
that everything that he puts you on the scene, that you're going to come into a new season where you will dream. And he's going to give you back the desires of your heart. He's got you at the gate, a brand new start. And you're going to come into a place called grace, a new space. And you now are going to see he's heard your case. He's heard your case in the courts of heaven. Hmm. This is an hour of the number seven, a full circle completion, no more deletion. And you're coming into a move by his hand. Woo. Welcome in to Woo. the promised land. Come on. Amen. Okay, guys. Well, God likes to rhyme all the time. So we're here live, Reawaken America Tour. We love you guys. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. We'll see you soon. we got a lot more people coming up today.